Hello and welcome back to Take 10 for Men, 10-minute conversations with inspiring men about how they manage their mental health and support their mates. My name is Sophia Hatsis. I am the host of the show and today we are speaking to Gotcha for Life founder Gus Walland. You might know Gus from his days in Breakfast Radio on Triple M, but these days he's the founder of Gotcha for Life, which is all about championing mental fitness and the vision being ending suicide. I am so excited to share this conversation with you. Gus is extremely wise. So I really hope you enjoy it. Please share this episode with a man in your life who you love. And most importantly, enjoy the chat. Gus, welcome to Take 10 for Men. We are 10-minute conversations with inspiring men about how they manage their mental health and support their mates. I am so thrilled to have you on. Um, I've been inspired from afar um, for a while. So really, really grateful that you've joined me today. If you were to tell me how you are today on a scale of one to 10, so one being the lowest of lows and the 10 being the highest of highs, where would you say that you sit today? It may be a six and a half if I'm allowed a half point. Um, yeah, I definitely like it's after 11 o'clock in the morning. So we've had the Gladys, um, presentation and, and, uh, press meeting and so forth. So that's always a little bit of a, what's going to happen because the work we do at Gotcha for Life is just we need to be out there in front of people. We need to be face-to-face. I need to be man-hugging on a daily basis with as many people as possible. The first thing I want to touch on is you hosted Man Up back in 2016, um, which was a really incredible documentary series that looked into men's mental health in Australia. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what you see as being a good man. Like what does being a good Aussie bloke mean to you? Loyalty, someone who wears his heart on his sleeve, someone who's not afraid to show his emotions, I think is probably the the greatest thing you can find in a bloke. I mean, I tick a few boxes, you know, with my sort of mates, if you like, you know, the village that I surround myself with. And it doesn't mean we burst into tears every five minutes or we have to have a deep and meaningful every time we talk, but it's inside of us. It, we've got the skills to do it. We're fit enough mentally to be able to have that conversation of gravity outside of banter. So that's really, really key. But there's nothing quite like having a loyal friend, someone you can totally rely on. You know, that what I call that gotcha for life, mate, that you can have that warts and all conversation with without any judgment. Um, they're the type of people I want to surround myself and my people in my life with because you know, you end up being so much a part of the people you, you hang out with. I want to ask you a little bit about how you manage that interaction between where banter starts and when then that deep emotional conversation happens. Because I certainly find it quite challenging as a woman. Like, I really, really care about the men in my life, but I almost don't know how to breach that barrier. Is there any tip that you might have for someone who wants to check on their friend but isn't quite sure how to turn that banter into a serious conversation. There's no doubt that's the hardest thing, isn't it? That where's the icebreaker that goes from, hi, g'day, how are you going? And how's work? And oh, what about the game on the weekend and all that stuff? And then you sit there and go, um, where do I go from here? Because I want to talk about something that's actually what I call gravity rather than banter. So I, I believe that the closer you are to someone and the more you do it, it becomes easier to do this. It's just like, when I talk about mental fitness rather than physical fitness, you know, you can work on your physical fitness. That means you can work on your mental fitness. So the more you do it, 
the more you get in the grind, the more you go to the gym, the easier it is for you to have that conversation. But to start the ball rolling, you're just going to have to get into the nitty gritty of a very vulnerable situation where you feel out of control and you feel really awkward. And there's going to be silences and maybe tears and maybe snot running out of the nose and all that sort of stuff. You just have to get into the grind. And the easiest way to probably do that with a bloke is to not have that conversation face-to-face, you know, eyeball to eyeball, go for a walk or do something that you can do together where you've got distractions and so forth. That's why walking or driving is such a great way of having those conversations. And at the end of the day, you just have to big deep breath and just go, I know this is going to be uncomfortable. Show some vulnerability and say, look, I know this is tough. I don't really know what I'm doing, but I love you and I care for you. And I just want to have this conversation. So can you sort of hang in there with me? Like there's nothing wrong with showing that vulnerability off the top. That'll allow them to go, oh, this is obviously something a bit more important than the normal chat. So hopefully that sets up a safe enough environment for you to have that conversation. So don't be afraid to be vulnerable. I truly believe that vulnerability is a new way to lead, you know, Mm -hmm. showing that you're human, throwing away perfect and realizing that we're all in this world together, bumbling away. You know, there's stuff that we do that is good. and There's some stuff that we just don't know what we're doing. And there's, it's nothing wrong with being human and explaining that to the first people that you love, you know, build that safe environment by being vulnerable yourself. It's a good start. Thank you for sharing that. And I, I did want to talk about Gotcha for Life because you're the founder and you founded the organisation, the charity in 2017 with the goal being zero suicides. And you've got what's called the Gotcha for Life mate, which is a mate that you can call at any time with no judgment and just talk about anything and everything laid all on the line. Who is your Gotcha for Life mate? Who do you turn to when times get tough? I've got a few, actually. Um I've got Hugh Jackman who, you know, most people, when they talk to me, they talk about him and he's had the most amazing life. But, you know, we, I spoke to him this morning at, you know, what's the time now? About midday. So I spoke, I've spoken to him twice today. I got an audio message from him this morning because he's in back in New York. And we just talk about stuff. You know, we talk about the day and maybe a challenge that came across you know, our desk or across our lives and we're just sharing stuff and he was going out for dinner with Deb and it was just on FaceTime, we're just chatting away and I I can just, I can talk to him about everything, you know, like we've been together since kindergarten, five years of age at Pimble Public and stuff. But there's another bunch of blokes that Jacko is really close to as well. So there's like a group of us and I, I just basically call them our best mates and three or four of them I walk with every single day around Collaroy down here on the beaches and you know, sometimes we don't even talk about really, you know, so what they call sort of the conversation of gravity. And most of it is banter. And most of it is just sort of checking in and being there for each other. But I know because I've built the relationship with them that if I needed to, hey, you know, I need to talk to you about something or I've, this is on my mind and I wouldn't mind your advice. I've already made that sort of commitment to them and they've made that to me. So it makes it easier to have that conversation of gravity and what most blokes I find get told by blokes is that they don't quite know how to make that commitment to each other because it mm. might just sound a little bit awkward and stuff well it is awkward you know doing anything outside of what we normally do is awkward so we normally only grow once we jump out of our comfort zone so you know if you've got that bloke that you think is your, is your best mate well turn him into your best friend there's a difference between a mate and a friend and you want to take that next jump, you want to get that little bit deeper with someone, 
um, that's what you have to do. And that's going to have to be a little bit vulnerable to start with. But that's your starting point. And then you realise then, oh, actually, this he's that one guy I can talk to about anything because I truly believe that suicide is a death of loneliness. Um, I think we worry on our heads way too much. Not worrying alone, I think, is the simplest, easiest thing to say, but such a difficult thing to do. So, you know, we need to build up that emotional muscle so we can get there and have these relationships that are stronger than they are at the moment. You're, you as ladies, females, tend to have that relationship a little easier than us, mm. um, which is why 75% of suicides are men. But, you know, we have nearly 65,000 attempts of suicide a year. That's one every 28 seconds. And most of those are women. So just think of those numbers, sit in those numbers. Your podcasters can hear those numbers again now. You know, they're horrific. So we're not doing something right. We need to do something different. And that means we need to change the way that we have relationships with the people that we love. I did want to ask you to share, if you could, the best piece of advice, and this can be mental health related or not, um, the best piece of advice someone has ever given you, something that you might like to share with men in mind. I didn't have a clue about any of this stuff before I started Man Up and really took it as a job. And I thought I'd be interesting to find out more about why my friend took his own life. And then within 15 days of filming, I was like, this is going to be my future. You know, this is just so important to me. So, and that's where, you know, the Man Up program turned into Gotcha for Life and leaving Brecky Radio and, and now doing this. So the most profound advice that I, I, I suppose I've ever got now that I work towards is, is around being the best possible person you can be no matter what. And I suppose in the past, it's like, I'll do the best I can, but I want to make sure that I do the right thing by other people. And I make sure that I tick all the boxes that people think I'm the man that they think I'm going to be. And so for, as you get a bit older, and a bit more mature, you sort of throw that bullshit out the window and go, you know what? The people that know me love me. So I'm just going to be totally myself. I'm going to be really real, you know, and, and authentic. So I, I, I remember my grandfather said to me, because he and I are very similar and he knew that I'd get into sales eventually. And I did that till I was 38. And he said, oh, people like you and I, we'll, we'll sell our ice to Eskimos. And, you know, you've probably heard that phrase before. And I said, yeah, I'll be like you, Granddad. And he said, just make sure you remember that if you're going to sell that stuff, you've got to believe in it. You've got to believe in what you're doing because even the best bullshitter in the world, if they don't believe in what they're trying to sell, they won't come across as authentic. And that's what people really, really are keen on. So I suppose it's a, it's a roundabout way of explaining to you, you've just got to be real in yourself, be authentic. I want to ask quickly, and I'm aware that the time is running out here a little bit with us, but I wanted to ask a couple more questions. And one of them is how do you, you've mentioned walking and connection. Are they, is that how you manage your mental health on a day-to-day basis? Like what are some of the things that you do every day to make sure that you are mentally strong and resilient? So I actually uh, joined a gym about a year ago, but I don't go unless the, like the, I love the classes. So the guys and the girls, all different shapes and sizes, all different weights and so forth. And, you know, that class at 9.30 is just, I just got to get to it. And I know if I get to it, I love it. To have a big, like a hit, a hit blowout once or twice a week's great. And I walk nearly every single day, six, seven kilometres. I've lost 100, I was 150 kgs. Now I'm 118. So for me, I can see a definite, definite sort of combo between mental and physical 
fitness, which is how I sort of came up with their names. And I'm like, if I'm doing my physical stuff, then everything else falls into line really well. And I've just started doing meditation. He actually sent me a note this morning and he said, actually choosing to meditate is choosing to be living through the spirit. And that spirit is what I'm trying to live in all the time where it just comes naturally to me not to even worry about the consequences, just do the kind thing. He said, choosing not to meditate is choosing to live through the identity and ego. The last thing I want to ask you before I let you go, and this is the last question that I always ask the guests um, before we say goodbye, is um, gratitude has been really fundamental to what everyone I've interviewed has said. They said that they practice gratitude every day. Um, And I wanted to ask you, Gus, what are you most grateful for today? When you've got a wife for 30 years and three (laughs) children that are all happy and healthy and stuff, it's a bit hard not to go down that line. I'm just really grateful for the opportunities that I've been given. Like I was 38, I was a salesman, you know, and I didn't want to be 40 doing the same job. I was like, what am I going to do? And, you know, I just got this wonderful opportunity to change my life. You know, I've never been happier working in mental fitness and working for Gotcha for Life. I never get tired. I love the conversations I have. I love the feeling that I'm helping. When you work in prevention, it's difficult because the numbers are still the numbers and you don't know how much you're helping, but I'm sure we are. Lots of people tell us we are. So, yeah, I'm grateful for that mainly, Um, you know, after taking for granted, obviously, the wife and three kids. I want to thank you so much for joining me today and it's been an absolute pleasure and I just, I'm really inspired by you and and I think um, there's going to be so many men that get a lot out of this conversation. So thank you so much, Gus. I really, really appreciate it. It's absolutely my pleasure. You've got my number, so anytime.